need new shoes. Hello, this is Ryan Chapman with Fix Your Funnel, and today I'm excited to have, actually he's more like a partner in many ways because we have a couple pieces that come together in a very intimate way in terms of what Fix Your Funnel does and what uh, today's uh, guest, their business does, and it's Analytics Connect with Drock Quast. Did I say your last name right? You got it right. All yeah, right, cool. A tongue twister. <laughs> I, was, I was worried about that. Okay, so... Drock, tell us a little bit about what your company does, and then uh, you know how did you get to be with Analytics Connect being your business today? I actually started off in the IT industry back from when I was a kid in high school. Um, I got out of the IT industry uh, when I kind of got sick of being a tech all the time and started publishing books and doing some seminars. Uh, when I got into that, I got into the Infusionsoft product to manage that business. And as I started using Infusionsoft more and more, um, I was pretty shocked that some of the tools that I thought everybody would want uh, and would be available already weren't available. So I ended up writing some software for myself. Uh, the next thing I knew, it turned out that I wasn't the only person that was looking to get their Infusionsoft sales data into Google Analytics and into Google AdWords and into Facebook conversion tracking. Um, so it actually became a business that built itself where I've now got hundreds of clients that are using this software. And in a nutshell, what the software is, it's a plugin for Infusionsoft. And whenever someone processes an order on your website via the shopping cart or order forms, it's reporting the data to Google Analytics Google AdWords and Facebook. And why, why is that important? Why does anybody care? Um, tracking regular page views is, is great, but what it all comes down to if you've got a business that's a website is what's making you money and what's not making you money. It doesn't matter how many people are viewing which pages, it's how much money is being generated. So you need a way to get that information into your analytics packages and say, this source came in and it bought these products and this sale was worth $10 or $20 or $100. Um, once you've got that package working, then you can start to understand who your customers are. So instead of just looking at it as, I've got a website and I had 1,000 people come to my blog this week or this month, it doesn't really matter. The question at the end of the day is how much money did you make? So you want to then be able to funnel down those thousand and say, okay, out of that thousand, I got three sales. Okay, now this is getting a little bit more interesting. But then out of those three sales, you want to look at those three sales and say, well, this one spent $100, this one spent $5, and this one spent $3. So you can see which customers are actually generating the higher dollar volumes. Uh, you can use the onboard tools then inside of Google Analytics to drill down into things like demographics. So if you're familiar with demographics already, if you've loaded this to Google Analytics, it's going to tell you out of the people that are reading your blog or going to your product pages, uh, most of them are single males between the age of 25 and 44, let's say. Um, so it's kind of interesting information to see who's coming to your site and who's reading your stuff. But we don't really care about who's just dropping by to visit. We want to know who's going to drop by and pay us. So when we take the data that Analytics Connect pushes into Google Analytics e-commerce, we can then overlay that demographical information on the sales. So we can say, hey, it's actually, even though the majority of the people that are coming to the site are, are men that are single between these ages, it actually is housewives that are between uh, 40 and 45 years old that are actually spending the money on our site. Huh, go figure. And then from there, you can drill down and you can see, okay, out of those demographics, is it, is it the ones on the East Coast that have the higher sale volume or uh, values, or is it the one on the West Coast? Because maybe what you find out is that people on the West Coast spend five times as much money on an average order than on the other side. So as you start 
to understand this and start to see that, you can then start feeding this into the way that you're doing advertising and where you're getting your traffic from. So if you're using Google AdWords, this tool will actually take that data and put it into Google AdWords, where typically you're paying for clicks, or now most of the people have caught on that they can actually bid by conversion. So they can say, you know, uh, I want to pay $20 for each person that comes to my website and fills out a form. Okay, well, that's, that's better than just paying for clicks to your website, but we can take it one step further than that, and we can actually supply Google AdWords with enough data to say, okay, I just want it to be profitable. So there's, there's a completely new concept yeah. to, say, to say, bring me traffic, and I'm going to tell you, okay, I'm making this amount of sales off of these, this traffic, and Google then starts to deliver the people that are not only more likely to buy, but more likely to buy with a higher dollar value. And it, it sounds at first, when you tell people about this at first, they get kind of skeptical about it. Like, well, why would Google try so hard to make you money just because we're supplying it with this data? So, you know, you're, you're looking at our tool is a $15 a month tool, $14.95 a month. Yeah. And the amount of money that it saves you on your ad budgets and increases in sales is, is astronomical compared to what, what it costs to run the software. So people, they, they wonder, like, you know, okay, well, feeding this information, why, why does Google care? Well, I like to explain it like this. If you went to a search engine and your buddy said, you know, hey, that, that Google thing is crap. There's this new search engine. Try this new one. Do your next search here. And you go to that new search engine and you type in red tennis shoes because you want brand new red tennis shoes. And when you type red tennis shoes into the search engine, what you get back is a picture of a walrus. And you go, what? This is the worst search engine ever. I typed in red tennis shoes and I got a picture of a walrus. What? I, it, what? And you never use the search engine again. So consider that what Google is doing is they're trying to maximize the user experience. So to be the best search engine in the world, they want people to come to their site to type in, I want to buy brand new red Nike tennis shoes. And out of all of the places in the world, that you could buy those shoes, they want to send you to the one that they think you will be the most happy with. So the, the top of the list is the one that they figure you want to go to the most. Well, how do they start calculating this? Well, they start calculating it by when they send traffic to a site, does someone stay on the site? Or do they immediately click off? And if they've got two sites competing for a position, then the one that people are actually staying on and clicking around a little bit, that starts to go up higher on the rankings. And if you're giving Google sales information and you're actually telling Google, hey, these are the sales I'm making and these are the dollar volumes, it gives it even more information to start figuring out, okay, to give the best user experience possible to make sure we remain the best search engine on the planet, this company is giving me demographical information so I can, I can shovel the customers to them that are likely to buy and the customers that aren't likely to buy, I'll put them somewhere else where they'll be more suited. This then trickles down to... See, Drock, I thought it was something even simpler than that. I thought Google saying, well, if this person is <laughs> making money and they're spending money with us, we'll just do more of that because it doesn't take any more of our code to be able to produce money for this guy who's going to continue to spend with us because if he's breaking even or making money, yeah. he's probably going to continue to do that for a long time. And if yeah. the customer gets what they want at the same time, so we're doing both of our goals at once, yep. we're going to do that all day long. So go ahead and keep sending us that information. Now, I want anybody that's listening to realize by now, if you're not crystal clear on why I wanted to talk to Drock and have you listen on about what he's talking about, you should be crystal clear on it. Drock, have you read my book, How to Fix Your Funnel? I have not read your book. Okay. No. In my book, How to Fix Your Funnel, I talk about how every business is trying to scream at you exactly what to do to make it grow to the next level. And I also talk about this problem of local optima where people look at click-through rates and they, they look at you know this, these little areas and they make decisions based off of those little areas. But what your tool does, it allows people to make uh, decisions based on the one thing that really matters in a business, which is profit. 
Not mm-hmm. not revenue, but profit. And because you're able to show cost of customer acquisition versus revenue generated for that cost of customer acquisition, even if your business has a back in which it should, if you're able to show yourself, oh, this is where I'm getting all my customers that spend money, boom, we're done. That's I mean, that's like the secret of figuring out your funnel is being able to tie this source to this, you know, this customer and the value of that customer. Now you can start making decisions that are not guesses. You can start making smart decisions. And this is, like I said, your story is very similar to all the stories of all the people I've seen that have very useful tools, which is they built it because they needed it for themselves and everybody else said they wanted it. And so the, the fact that you have this tool that allows people to get this kind of data Number one, I'm kicking myself because I haven't got this set up yet, and I'll be doing that after this interview. <laughs> and because you know, I've been kind of running, I've been having to work a lot harder to get to that kind of number. And you've just made it easy for people. Yeah. So Google now, people get this tool. Now I'm just I'm asking my own questions here, guys. If you're listening, you have different questions. I'm sorry. Hopefully, we'll get to your questions. But my question here is, like. The setup sounds a little bit overwhelming for somebody who's not familiar with Google Analytics and doing that. Does your company offer that as well? We will actually help you uh, hold your hand all the way through getting our software to work. Uh-huh. Um, it sounds, for what it does, it sounds very, very complicated and like there's a lot to it. Yeah. For our, this is actually the second revision of the software and it's actually gotten simpler. There's less things to fill out on the setup, setup page. Um, to, to basically run you through it, you uh, type in, here's my name, here's my email, create an account. Uh, you put in your credit card, expiration date, and the security code on the back. Boom, you've got an account set up. Minimum install, all it requires is that you then click the button on the setup screen that says authorize with Infusionsoft. Uh, it uses OAuth 2 for the people that know what that is. Yeah. It actually takes you to Infusionsoft where you can then say, okay, totally cool, let Analytics Connect interact with Infusionsoft. So it's just you know kind of click, click. Now I'm connected to uh, your Infusionsoft account. And then the last thing you need to do for minimum setup is you just have to give me your Google Analytics tracking ID. And that's it. Our new version of code actually uses, uh, on, for the analytics side, it uses measurement protocol, Google measurement protocol. So it actually works completely independent from your website. It gets the order information from your website, pulls the order ID, but then it goes to our server where we do all the lookups and the magic behind the scenes with Infusionsoft to get all the data, organize it, and then our server ships it off to Google Analytics uh, server. So even if you've completely botched up your Google Analytics uh, setup on your website, our software will still deliver the data. Now, that being said, obviously, there's uh, a lot to it, things like getting demographics set up right and tracking goals and funnels and things like that. And that's something that you can purchase premium support services from us, and we're happy to help you out with that. Okay, cool. Yeah, but for actually getting our software working... It's um, easy, huh? That's easy. Now, if you've got a mess of a Google Analytics account uh, or your Infusionsoft account is all screwed up, you know, yeah, we can help you with that too. And it should be mentioned too, it's not just Google Analytics, it's Google AdWords and now Facebook conversion tracking too. Well, that's what I was thinking as you were explaining the whole process that you go through and then what the data you're getting and what that tells you. I'm thinking, well... That's going to tell me exactly who I should be targeting on Facebook because you mm-hmm. might you might be currently targeting men and women, you know, eighteen to sixty five plus, and then you're maybe specific on interest or geographics, but you don't know more than that. If you start identifying where your buyers are, that, that can, that's going to help you to be able to further target, which can mean your ads can be that much more effective. And then now, tell me more about the Facebook. Uh, tracking. How does that? How does that part work? To and what does that tell me? How, how does that help me to optimize my Facebook marketing? Okay. Um, what we tell people is get your Facebook conversion tracking set up before you start using our software to do it. Um, to make sure that you've got your Facebook account set up right and you know what you're doing inside of Facebook. Again, if you need our premium support services to help you out with that, we can. Um, but most people don't have a problem with this uh, and actually already have Facebook uh, going. 
Now, once you've got that going and you've got conversions reporting to Facebook because you put that little snippet of code on your thank you page, you're actually going to go into the code and you're going to pull the conversion pixel ID, which there's instructions for this on our website. Sure. Uh, and you pull that out, you put that into Analytics Connect, and you click Save Enable Facebook. Then you remove that code from your thank you page so you don't have Facebook's code on there anymore because our, our code is doing all the work. So now what our code is doing is it's doing all the stuff that was there before plus it's adding the conversion value to the pixel. So when the order goes through, we go over to Infusionsoft and we say, okay, order 124 just got processed. What, what was the dollar volume? Uh, okay, $300. And then that goes back to your website. And then in that string that has the conversion pixel, we add the value. And we put that in there, which reports back to Facebook the actual value of the sale. So th for those that were wondering how Fix Your Funnel and Analytics Connect work together, by the way, if you want to check out more about them, it's analyticsconnect.io. They're one of the cool kids, so they got the .io domain there. But, <laughs> but um, what, the way that we have been working together is a lot of our people that are using our one-click upsell service also use Analytics Connect so that they can see the full value. Because a lot of people... I guess, I don't know how many of your customers do this, but a lot of people stop short at the first order, and then that's mm -hmm. the end of it. But the, the more sophisticated people are actually using upsells to be able to increase as well as segregate uh, new customers into different classes of customer. So they increase the initial customer value, but because of your tracking, you're not just tracking, okay, this ad produced this one sale. You can follow it all the way through the upsell process, correct? Right, yeah, we, we made our software work together years ago. I think yeah. it was like two, two years ago because we had a lot of common customers. These were the smart customers that knew a couple things. Number one, I need to know what's going on. I, yeah. don't, want, I don't want my marketing efforts to be uh, a blindfolded attempt at darts in the dark. And then the other thing is they were smart enough to know that once a customer has said yes and pulled out their credit card, it's pretty easy to get a little bit more out of them because they're in that buying mood. That's that yes ladder that we know from psychology. So we actually made our software work together on the back end and integrated it. So it's very easy for people that are running mine to install yours or that are already running yours to install mine. And it just kind of automatically works together. Yeah. Um, something that a lot of people, it's, this is actually why we tell people if they're interested in upsells to use your software, because doing following that data through the upsell process can be kind of confusing because you've got an original order that goes through and then what does your upsell page do with that order? Is it, is it going to edit the order if they add more to it? Is it going to create another order? What's it, what's it going to do? And then the step after that, what does it do if, you're, if you've got a couple steps going through the process? So the cool thing with the Fix Your Funnel software is it's integrated with ours, so you just kind of install it, and ours already knows what to do with it, and it tracks it all the way through the process. Which is super cool because... You know, I know uh, there's one one of our um, fix your funnel clients for one click upsells. Like th they do 1.5 million in upsell revenue a year, just to give you a, a ballpark. Just in the upsell. Just on the upsell, <laughs> yeah. So you know, they they do a decent amount of business, but I know that you know they. I don't. I didn't even realize you know, all the power and stuff of Analytics Connect until we started talking a few weeks ago, it, which is sad because we've had mutual customers for years. Yeah. But I watched this this uh, one client just struggle to try and figure out because they're they spending, uh, you can imagine how much they must be spending on AdWords. Oh, yeah. These are people with like $100,000 a week AdWords budgets because they're more than willing to blow a dollar to make a dollar twenty-five, and they've got plenty of money in the bank to do it with. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the... They break Infusionsoft type of people. So, <laughs> so what, but, you know, I know I just watched them struggle with how do we keep track of all this? How do we, how do we track it all? How do we make sure that we're not overspending 
on customer acquisition? How do we make sure that, you know what I mean? Yep. And, and if they would have just had Analytics Connect, they could have just dropped that right in with what they're already doing with us and just been that much better. So I'm going to, after this interview, I'm going to be recommending that to them. I, I know they're having, getting beyond Infusionsoft, which believe it or not, there, there comes a point in time when you get beyond Infusionsoft. But um, do you guys interact with any other CRMs or, or services besides Infusionsoft currently? We've talked about it, and we've actually been approached by a couple other uh, CRMs to do the same thing for theirs. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of have a core belief about my software, and I'm going to probably stick to this for very, very many years, Good. where I could go out and make this work for other CRMs. I don't use other CRMs. What I use is Infusionsoft. So every day I'm using Analytics Connect the exact same way that my users do. And me being German with more than a slight case of OCD, I want this thing to work right <laughs> because I'm dependent on it. Yeah. So I think when you've, when you've got products like that, um, stepping away from it, I feel like I'd lose something. So it'll probably be something that is is just an Infusionsoft product for yeah. quite some time to come. Well, unless, it, and uh, it can be hard, <laughs> you know, speaking from the same step that you're on, right? In terms yeah. of, you know, I, I, I eat what I use, I eat what I make, you know? Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, I've had attempts where I've tried to interact with other services. It's just been painful because they're not Infusionsoft. And I don't get them because they don't work the way that Infusionsoft does. So at the end of the day, I've just shelved that idea. Even yeah. though you know that's a potential for more revenue, I, I've shelved that because of the the fact that I know that this works and it works really well. And I can't find anything else that even gets close to it in terms of functionality for my type of business, which is a a small business that does big business. Yep. So, okay. So we got this data into Facebook. What kind of benefit do we get out of Facebook by getting this data in there? Is it any different from what we're getting out of Google Analytics or AdWords? Um, well, the first thing to be said, uh, most people have figured this out, that if you're in the publishing industry, well, we'll say self-publishing industry, you're, you're doing books, uh, you're doing ebooks, or you're doing seminars, uh, the data that's been coming out for many, many months now is it's a lot more cost-effective to use Facebook for advertising for that niche than it is AdWords. So I know quite a few people that have actually given up on AdWords and have started dumping their money into Facebook. That's not to say that that won't change tomorrow, but the way that it is right now, um, if you're doing just Google AdWords and you're in that niche, start doing some Facebook and see, see what happens, see if you're getting more for your money out of Facebook. Um, so what you're going to see inside of Facebook is you're going to be able to see the money that you're bringing in for the spend. So where before you can kind of see the conversions, you can see, okay, we spent $1,000 on Facebook advertising and we got 12 sales. Okay, you got 12 sales. What was the value of that? If that was less than $1,000, you, you probably didn't do so good. Um, if it was more than that, you're, you're doing okay. And then to, again, segment down from that to see what is my segment that spends more money versus my segment that spends less money. If you have like a $5 product and a $50 product, you want more people that are going for the $50 product. Kind of the same ideas with AdWords. So tell me this for somebody that, from in my case, a lot of my Facebook marketing, I actually go for engagement because I'm going for conversion of, of mind more than I am necessarily conversion of, you know, filling out a form or what have you. And I've been able to equate that back. Like I can make a, a correlation, but it's not like a direct line. Like if I'm pushing someone straight to filling out a form and I got the tracking all on that and stuff. But can, can, Facebook, um, can Facebook tracking of sales be connected back just if they're a Facebook user, they're exposed to one of my ads and then they go buy? Is yes. Facebook so I can get benefit even if I'm not doing quote unquote a conversion campaign? Yeah. Um, the other thing that you're going to see in your reports, th this is actually inside of Google. You don't get this. You don't get the uh, Google visibility inside of Facebook, but you get the Facebook visibility inside of Google. You're going to see the paths that are leading up to the conversion. So it's not just like what was the last thing that happened. You can actually follow it through and see 
this traffic came in from Facebook, and then we got them with an AdWords ad, and then it converted. Now, the credit for that, uh, depending on how you've got your account set up, you could end up double crediting for it, or you could credit just the last, the last source. Um, there's actually different templates in the attribution modeling software, uh, and that gets kind of complex to where you can look at things like, okay, well, if I look at it from last click, or if I look at it from first click, or if I look at it from the first source, or the first ad, or the first social interaction. Um, but that's, that's something that you can see inside the attribution modeling, inside Google Analytics, to see what this pipeline was. What did you, what originally exposed them to your product? Oh, it was a Facebook ad. And your what premium it? support mm -hmm. can help people with that if they have questions yep. on how, okay. Yep. And I, hey guys, I don't mean to make this sound like a big commercial because that wasn't our intent, but I, uh, these are my questions. So if they're not your questions, that's cool. But I just, you know, the, some of these things I don't understand and I don't necessarily want to go and educate myself. I'd rather just, you know, invest as somebody who's already done all the homework and shortcut it. So that's why I asked those questions. Okay, so um, on the, so I've got this Facebook ad. I, I've got my um, attributions all set up, and now you know, I'm being able to track where they originate from and bring them through. One thing I noticed that we recently had a, a big um, – in fact, I should connect these people with you as well. But I had a, a, a client that did a big launch. They had 10,000 upsell decisions made over a six-hour period. Wow. And they were, had traffic from all over the world. And I noticed something interesting because we do a lot of um, – we, we gather some data so that we can improve our service. And there was no referral um, source, which is a kind of a technical thing. But I'm, I'm asking this because as it relates back to Google tracking and Facebook tracking, there was mm -hmm. no referral information, like where did they come from for a lot of people that were out of Europe. And, you know, I know that's a setting that people can do on their browser where it's like do not pass the originating website to the, the website I'm linking to. But normally that information is passed by the browser. Are you noticing any trends? I know I've heard Google talk about or I've heard talk about how cookies are starting to get blocked by a lot of browsers, a lot of the traditional methods for tracking a person, you know, through various locations in order to be able to give this kind of analytic data to us as business owners is kind of starting to get threatened or, or, or being hindered in some way. How is Google able to are they, do they have plans in place? How are they able to kind of track across device? Because that's another issue we have is I'm on my phone and then I go to my desktop and then I'm back on my iPad. And next thing I know, you know, I've been on three different devices researching mm -hmm. stuff. But how, do, how does Google tie that all together or do they not? Okay, so let me, um, let me repeat the three questions here then to make sure <laughs> I hit them. The first was... I'm going to limit you to three. I can't handle four. Four won't fit in my brain. So the first was kind of what's the state of affairs on cookies and tracking and things like that. The second sounds like what are the things that you can do now to make sure you're getting the most data possible. Uh, and then the uh, last one was what? See, I didn't even make it to three. Skip, skip the last one. We'll go to the first two and we'll go okay. from there. Um, so the, the state of affairs the way it is, of course, everybody wants privacy, 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 privacy. Um, and that's great. And we all hate Facebook for selling all of our information to the government. That's fine. Yeah, at the end of the day, here's what it comes down to. Um, if, you, if you go, say, we'll use the Analytics Connect site as an example. If you go to the Analytics Connect site, when you go to that site and you log in and you go from one page, like the login form, to your settings page, you're, you're actually not on a single server, you're on a very complex back end on an on a app hosting environment. And we need to connect <laughs> those two pages somehow. So there's always gotta be data somewhere that's, that's tracking you, so to speak. And even if it's just going from like a login page to the settings screen, if I have no way of tracking you, a login form won't work, okay? So it, it's good for users to understand that there's a certain part of this that has to be to make it functional. 
Now that being said, I, I don't need your social security number written to that session variable for you to go from the login page to the settings page. But the, the, by the nature of how the internet works, you have to be able to follow your users to a, a certain extent through the internet just to be able to provide the service for them. Um, so that's kind of the state of affairs right now. And as governments make some interesting decisions on what's legal and what's not, and now the industry is saying, well, we'll kind of self-regulate ourselves as far as cookies go and tell everyone that we're using the cookies. Well, every site's using cookies. Um, interesting things are happening, but at the end of the day, there's always going to be a way to track users to a certain extent because without it, the internet breaks. Um, as far as what I see right now, like the number one thing that people can do to save their referrer data, will actually give you, give you two things. The first, which is every site on the internet. Every site on the internet. If a user is logged into Google, um, Google is actually now forcing an SSL connection, which is that little HTTPS thing, okay? So here's, here's what this means for search traffic. If I have a Google account, like I've logged into Gmail, and then I go to Google and I type in a search, I'm doing that search on a secured connection. If I then click a link that goes to your website, and your website is operating in an insecure environment, just regular HTTP, I've gone from secure to insecure, and there is a brick wall there that prevents the refer data, data from following it because the refer data is on that HTTPS. It's in that secure environment, and now we're going insecure, so it gets totally cut off and, and firewalled, so to speak. So... An easy thing you can do, easy in concept, kind of a little harder to deploy depending on how your site's written, just switch your site over to run SSL. So everything's secure. Because if you go from an insecure environment to a secure environment, you'll actually get the referrer traffic. But what people are seeing now is they're seeing this source unknown thing in their Google Analytics where they're going like, dude, half of my traffic is, is I don't know. What, is, what does this mean, unknown? So if you start forcing absolutely everything on your site to go SSL, you'll get that traffic report. Very cool. Um, the other thing, I said two things. So if you're an Infusionsoft user, then the other thing that everybody screwed up on is cross-domain tracking. Um, new release of our software, we do it all for you. And if you've got a WordPress site, it's as easy as installing our WordPress plugin. You put your Analytics Connect key in, you hit do it, it sets up demographics, cross-domain tracking, all that stuff for you on your site. Um, that's important because without cross-domain tracking, your Google Analytics sees your main website and your Infusionsoft hosted pages as separate websites. So what ends up happening is you look at your sales data and you see that it's your website that referred all the traffic to your sales. So that, you, you that lose the tracking. Matter. Yeah, you, you lose it. So when you set up cross-domain tracking and you tell Google, hey, these are two domains, but this is actually one web property, then the referrer source isn't yourself it's actually the referrer source, and you can see this. So just by people doing things like not setting up cross-domain tracking correctly and running their site on just standard connection and non-encrypted connection, by the time they're done, they've lost 95% of their referral data. They have no idea where their traffic's coming from. That's pretty cool. I mean, I, here's something I didn't ask you before, but I'm wondering now is, do you have any sort of training or introduction for people that will help them to learn more about how they set up stuff? Because you have a wealth of knowledge here. I, I don't know if you prefer to, to actually help people out one-on-one -on -one or if you prefer to teach them, have them do it, or what you prefer to do. But do you have any of those types of resources currently available? 
Yeah, we've got some stuff on our website. So uh, even like if it's cross-domain tracking that you're trying to figure out and you don't want to use our software, you can read our article on cross-domain tracking that'll explain what you need to do to the code and you can do it outside of our stuff. Um, I, I know there's a lot of people that come in from the Infusionsoft forums just to read our help doc on setting up cross-domain tracking correctly. Um, as far as supporting clients, I kind of try to draw a line between premium support and not premium support. Sure. So for the for the fourteen ninety five a month, I will spend as much time as I need to set up phone calls if need be or Skype chats, and we'll get my software doing what the software is supposed to do, which is relatively easy. Um, typically, when things aren't working right, it's because users don't understand basic things, um, or they've they've got something uh, that's actually messed up on their site, and I can quickly tell them, oh well, this is what's messing this up. You know, sure. like, turn turn on this on in Infusionsoft. You must have disabled it, and you know, bingo bango, everything works. So beyond that, uh, for the people that want to sit down with me and kind of say, okay, here's my business. And Hook it up. Uh, yeah. Do, to, tune it up. <laughs> tune it up. Go through it. Um, typically, these are not people starting out from scratch. Sure. The, the, the they already value, have existing businesses. They're running, but they just don't yeah. have, they're blind, basically. Yeah. They the, like the value isn't there for someone that, that isn't already making money online. Yeah. So once they're making money online, though, then it's really easy for them to say, okay, you know, we're already doing a couple thousand dollars a month. And if we pay for your premium support services and get this all tuned up, it will probably be making twice as much money, which typically is what happens within a few months. Um, so that, that becomes valuable. And it's less frustrating for me because they've actually got a, a business going. So I've got something to look at and say, okay, well, this is what's happening now. And this is what we can do to fix it. Yeah. Okay, very cool. Well, hey, anything else do you think people should know about Analytics Connect, about tracking the information about their, you know, their sales process, figuring out where people are coming from that are actually spending money with them? I mean, you've covered quite a bit, but is there anything you'd like to share in closing? Yeah, just the last thing I wanted to emphasize is anybody that's listening to this that uses my software that doesn't use uh, the Fix Your Funnel software, if you're going to do upselling, I can't emphasize enough. There's a reason why on our help docs that the Fix Your Funnel product is the only one that's listed there. <laughs> Save yourself a lot of headache. If you want to do that, use this software. It's been working together for years. <laughs> well, that's very kind of you. You know, I think... I was trying to think of why have I not connected this earlier? And honestly, we haven't done anything with Google AdWords really ever. And I know that version two, is, is that where you just added the Facebook? Yeah, Facebook is new okay. for version two. So that's that's probably why I haven't really paid attention to it because I haven't really been looking at the analytics. But we use a lot of Facebook. So that's why I'm going to be getting going with this. In fact, I'm on... As you were talking, I got on. To, I know that's kind of rude, but I got onto analytics.io <laughs> and I was just kind of clicking around trying to figure out, okay, what, how do I get going on this? And that's is analyticsconnect.io. Is that your 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 2.0 version then? Yeah, that's the 2.0 version. And if you're on that site right now, as of this instant, you've basically got a, a logo, logo yeah. and three three links on the button uh, on the bottom. There's kind of no pretty opening pages for it yet. Um, this is beta software that just got released a few days ago. Um, yeah, so I know. I kind of was pushing on you to say, "Hey, yeah. come on, let's hurry and talk about this," because I'm super excited about what I. <laughs> Heard because we were chatting just so people know the backstory on how we decided to to talk today for this interview is um, we were chatting because we had a mutual customer who was you know they're they're trying to get things set up and they had some questions and so we were just making sure that we were on the same page because we recently upgraded to 2.0 for our one click upsell service right. and so I just wanted to make sure that we were still meshing properly um, yeah. and so then we got to talking and and you started sharing more about what you were doing with Facebook and I was like dang, I need to get this because that's my missing piece. And if I have that, I've had analytics on my site forever, but I haven't used it because I didn't have any financial data in there. And so it didn't make, I didn't care where yeah, traffic care. was coming from. I care about where money's coming from. Yep. And I was figuring that out on my own, but not to the level that I'm going to have possible now with the Analytics Connect 2.0 out. So yep. I'm super excited to jump on that. 
I'm sure by the time that people listen to this podcast, because it probably won't get published in the next five minutes, yeah. uh, by the time you're listening to this podcast, uh, should be out of beta, and uh, I've been running actually my, my site on it since it was put up, uh, and we've got a few customers that are using the beta of it, Sweet. but it'll be out of beta very, very quickly, just as we pushed enough traffic on it to confidently say, yep, not breaking, good. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we, it's interesting because 2.0, you know, we went through our testing before we put it out for one click upsell. But, you know, we've had, and we've had, you know, I, geez, I think like maybe 60,000 upsell decisions made on it when we had put it out up until that point where we had that launch. But that launch was, it was so big, they had to ask special permission from Infusionsoft, you know, to get their API limits raised, which, I guess I shouldn't have said that, but that's that is possible Somebody in extreme at situations. Somebody just went, "Damn it! You weren't supposed to tell anyone they could do that." Well, it's it's not an everyday thing, but if you have a huge launch coming up, it definitely is something possible. Talk to me, and I'll help you connect with the right people. But um, at, the, at, the, at the end of the day, um, that was like I was like super excited for that, and also dreading it at the same moment because I'm like, <laughs> you know, fingers crossed because you know it's. There are tools that we can use as developers, and I know this is kind of getting technical on people, but there's tools that we can use that will allow us to test, like loads and stuff. But my experience has been they never are the same as the real thing. I mean, you, you test and you test and you test, and you try and get all your variables right. But at the end of the day, you go push a ton of traffic or a ton of you know demand through a, pro- a system or process. That's when you really find out how it does. And it did so well, I was just like, Dude, that's cool. Because <laughs> I, you know, I thought we had gotten everything lined out right. And it's the same kind of the base technology we're using on it to process is the same we use for our SMS conversations. Mm-hmm. And when we upgraded to 2.0 on that, that was a big deal for us because it just made it so fast. But having that kind of uh, launch go through it is a big deal. And I'm sure that you have you've had some pretty good launches go through your software over the years. Yeah, where all, all of a sudden you're sitting there and you're looking at your logs and you're going, am I seeing this right? Like these are, because this isn't like page requests that I see. These are actually sales. And sometimes I'm looking at my dashboard and I'm going, sale, 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 sale. Wow, somebody's making some money somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty neat though. And from from your position, Drock, in my position, uh, we get to see what's working and what's not because we actually see where the money hits the count versus just the you know all the fluff and i can't tell you that um it's such a great perspective to be in because all the all the um and i i don't mean to disparage people but there's a (laughs) lot of gurus out there that that sell fluff and they sell what people want to hear not what actually works and sometimes it makes me sick because mostly for the noobs, right? Because I was a noob once, and I didn't know how to make the money, and I needed to have somebody give me the straight shot. Fortunately, I got the straight shot. But if I were trying to do it out there today, um, dude, I feel bad for people because there's so much smoke and mirrors just being laid on, and there's a few things that really cut the mustard and get things done. And being able to see that validates the things that I do, and I'm sure yeah. the things that you do. It well, just makes I, so you know, hey, this works, this doesn't. And I'm sure that if you say something's working, I'm listening. If I'm saying something's working, you know, I think people should listen as well because you see that perspective of multiple businesses across industries and you get to see the common elements. Yeah, it's, it's just funny. You, I mean, because you have access to the same type of data. It's funny that you, you, you have web marketers, these professional web marketers that sign up for your service. And you can figure out really, really quickly which ones are actually making money and which ones aren't. And I, had, I like you, had gotten such a bad taste in my mouth for all these internet marketing guys when I was learning how to do it. It was kind of refreshing when I released the software and had some of the bigger guys sign up. And I could sit back and go, oh, so, you know, this person so-and-so who, who I thought, you know, probably wasn't making as much money as they claimed. Mm, I can see the transactions going through. They actually do know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, and you'll probably notice that even though we're saying this, we're not saying who. Yeah. And that's really important, too, is even though we have to see this data as part of our, the maintenance of our systems, I never, ever tell anybody's business because that's like, that's like the, the thing that you can never do out of respect for everybody and 
confidentiality. So, but you can still extract the trends as you're looking through your logs and you're seeing stuff. You see things happening, and it, it shows you where the the real stuff is. And, the, and I guess in saying all that, what I'm saying is, it, you really have to make sure that before you start buying into something wholesale, you verify it some way in your own business. And I know this is off topic of the analytics connect and, and the fixture funnel and the one click upsell stuff that we've been talking about. But you know, in any marketing thing you're doing, verify the concept. Once you verify the concept for yourself, it doesn't matter what anybody else is saying. You know the reality. You can push forward on it. But if you don't know the numbers because you're not tracking the way that the analytics connect can allow you to do, then you are just guessing. And that's when you get the, the wool pulled over your eyes. Yeah. Because you don't know. And you're just shooting from the hip and you're hoping. And that's not the way to run or build a business. The whole fix your funnel process in my book, How to Fix Your Funnel, is all about looking at what is the what is that system that you call a business telling you about your results. And if you're getting like a ton of leads, but you're not making the money, that tells you you've got a problem at the conversion place. So just worry about that. Don't worry about generating more leads. In fact, you might dial down leads because yeah. if you're not converting, it doesn't matter. You're just wasting money at that point. Yeah, but if you're one, spending money for the leads, dial it back until you fix your funnel. Exactly. <laughs> and then once you, but once you got that done, you start turning it up. Now you start looking at other ways, and you can shift your focus. Keep those systems in place, but shift your focus to the other places. So if you figured out how to get that first transaction, and you don't have upsells, now it's time to look at upsells. How do I increase the overall volume? I mean, can you think about if that that one uh, client I was talking to you about? wasn't doing upsells how much at a disadvantage they would be versus their competition 1.5 million dollars in revenue is a big difference in terms of overall production of the flow i don't know how much profit they make overall because i only only see the upsell revenue but i'm guessing that a majority of their profit is in that 1.5 million because the cost of customer acquisition is probably very closely aligned with the initial customer purchase so you just think about that if you don't have those pieces in place, how much are you leaving on the table that could be what rocket fuels you into a whole new level in terms of your business? But you don't know any of this stuff except for you're just guessing unless you get into this kind of data that, that Infusionsoft is already gathering. It's already got it. It's just not passing it over to Google yeah. Analytics. And as a result, you can't see and make good decisions. I think one thing that I can tell your customers too, it's a little different when it's coming from you know the person that manufactures the software, but I can tell you from the businesses that I've looked at uh, when I've, I've done premium support, I've seen a pattern where a lot of these successful businesses would be out of business if they weren't doing the upselling. So many times I've seen people's sales process and it'll cost them $50 to sell a $29.95 first sale. And that's their business model. And it's not until they're making, adding stuff onto the back end that their business is actually a business. Because the most expensive part is finding the client. Once you find the client, you just keep on selling to him, selling to him, selling to him. So that- you'll, you'll find this funny. There, there was a, a person that I know that was trying to compete against this client I just mentioned before. Yeah. And they said, they mentioned the name of that client and I didn't say anything because again, I keep everything confidential, but they're like, yeah, I don't even know how they do it because I can't even get close to getting a customer for under $7 or a lead for under $7. Mm -hmm. And I know what they're selling stuff for and it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) And I'm laughing inside because I'm like, well, I understand exactly how it is. (laughs) I'm not going to try to explain to you because you're not le- you're not at that point, right? Yeah. In your development, but you know, it's once you understand these fundamentals, you can do some pretty amazing stuff. And the ability to go negative on customer acquisition is why this particular client is they are like the 800 pound gorilla in their market. Yeah, because no one can afford to buy the customers, so they get them all. <laughs> they can't figure out the math either. Yeah. How does this person make this happen? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. Well, I guess we revealed the secret. Yeah. Hey, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. This has been really amazing for me because I've learned some great stuff I didn't even know I wasn't. I didn't know. 
So that's always cool. And I'm super excited actually to get started with Analytics Connect, which I didn't intend for this to be a big commercial. I understand how it could come off that way. But it's just because it's so fundamental to my whole philosophy on how to approach a business. And, you know, if and I know this is true for you as well, but um, well, I don't know if this part is true. What most people may or may not know is that up until about 2006, I was from an entrepreneurship standpoint, pretty bad. You know, <laughs> like, we, we all came from somewhere, man. <laughs> yeah, a lot of mistakes, a lot of attempts, you know, even getting people to invest in ideas that didn't pan out. And I was feeling pretty low at that point. Um, I started to learn direct response marketing. I started to learn uh, automation through Infusionsoft. And then I got an opportunity. And when we we turned that opportunity from nothing into 1.3 million in revenue in the first year, and that went great for a few years, kept on growing. Our best month was $320,000, not a launch, just normal business flow. Wow. And I was super excited because I had something finally that was working. And it was me and my brother running that company. And then, um, you know, that was a short-term thing. We knew it was short-term. So it started to, to kind of come off of the, the peak and start going down. And and then that was when I really had to hit uh, kind of this point where I said, okay, am I a one-hit wonder? You know, is this the only time I'm going to be able to make something work? And, you know, Fix Your Funnel was the second hit, you know, the second chance to see, am I one hit wonder? Or did I really learn something? Is this marketing stuff really something that I can apply to another, you know, business that's in a totally different industry, totally different, well, in many aspects, different business model. And lo and behold, these concepts work. So if you're listening to this and you pick out some of these principles that the Drock has been sharing with you, these are legit principles that can work in literally any business, in any industry, in any place in the world. I mean, I've got customers all over the world, and it doesn't matter what economy you're in. You can make these principles work if you apply them. So I hope you extracted some principles out of this. Drock, I'm going to let you have the final word. What is the one principle that drives your success and growth? Uh, shamelessly looking at the data. Um, and, and why I say it like that is because uh, some people are flying blind because they just don't know, and other people are flying blind because it's too painful. <laughs> so uh, when, you're, when all of a sudden you have your entire business in front of you and you can actually see the components and you can see what's happening and you can see, you know, wow, we've been wasting $5,000 a month on AdWords, just wasting it. Now we know that we've been wasting it. You've got a couple different ways you can deal with that. Either you know to take it as a big hit to your ego that you didn't know what you were doing, or to say, hey, but now we have visibility to that and we've fixed it. Very cool. Love it. Hey, this has been a great hour. Um, I've learned, again, a ton. appreciate you being on here and sharing so much. Um, Thanks for having me. Looking forward to creating a problem for your business, <laughs> sending a bunch of people your way. I think you're going to be scheduled out the wazoo with uh, premium support because I think there's a lot of people that would love to just hand it over to you and say, here, help me get set up and uh, get going and tracking this data because this, this is literally a game changer, guys, when you understand oh, yeah. what's really going on in your business because you start making decisions intelligently. Thanks again. Thank you for having me, Ryan. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Yeah.